Thanks for taking the time to listen to this NHS Employers podcast. For all the latest NHS HR workforce information, visit www.nhsemployers.org. Welcome to part two of the podcast on inclusive recruitment. I'm Caroline Waterfield, Deputy Director of Development and Employment at NHS Employers. In this podcast, we're hearing from Sandwell and West Birmingham NHS Trust, who have an extensive programme of work working in and with their local community to provide work placements and employment opportunities for people who might not have considered their local hospital as a place for them to find employment. By actually working with and supporting that person, you find that they really feel that they want to value your investment in them and will give you a fantastic level of productivity. I just always wanted to have a career and the trust gave me the opportunity to achieve my goal. What we found is once people have got the apprentices in the workplace, they love them and actually want to look after them and be a part of their future. Sandwell has high levels of deprivation and the NHS Trust, as a large employer in the area, wanted to do something which took action to go further than just providing health services to support the diverse community they serve. Lawrence Kelly is the Learning Works Coordinator in the Widening Participation Team. We're standing outside uh, the Midland Metropolitan Hospital, which as you can see is um, under construction. Currently we are meeting with Balfour Beatty, we conduct our project meetings there around inclusive recruitment. So we're mirroring the recruitment model we have in the Trust with Balfour Beatty, so that we can be inclusive in our construction recruitment too. We wanted to develop an access point for local people in our community to have information, advice and guidance on how to access professional uh, training and careers within our trust. And we identified that local community didn't generally walk into a hospital to be able to uh, source that information. So we uh, identified um, a building which was vacant, quite close to where we were about to start the development for Midland Metropolitan Hospital and we named this the Learning Works and from here we uh, approach all of our programmes and projects so this is breaking down barriers to um, careers within the hospital including apprenticeships, work experience and having access to development. There's a strong evidence base that shows that good employment can have a positive impact on individuals health and their health outcomes. Hi, Rafaela. Um, I just wanted to ask you, I've got the board tomorrow and we're going to have an update on Balfour Beatty and the chairman's probably going to ask me about the conversations you've had with Balfour Beatty about the apprentices. Can you just give me an update? Yeah, Rafaela Goodby so is the Director of People and Organisation Development at the Trust. Rafaela and the Trust Board have a strong commitment to inclusivity and are very mindful that they can use their position within the community to have a positive impact on the outcomes of the population. So I think often in the NHS we focus on the now, we focus on have we got enough staff for tonight, have we got enough staff for the weekend. Often what we don't get the opportunity to think about until you step back and really take a strategic approach is what is our organisation and what's our population going to look like in five years time, in ten years time, what sort of people are going to be turning up to A&E with what sort of issues. 
Um, so by being more flexible in our recruitment and thinking how can we, for example, give a, um, a role, an apprenticeship and a home to a young person who are at a really vulnerable time, they're less likely to um, fall into homelessness in the future with all of the public health issues that that brings. We know that associated with people being homeless or um, not having economic achievement or financial well-being within their family, they're more likely to um, suffer from mental health issues, more likely to suffer from physical illness and all of that is a will be a pressure on the NHS. The increase of apprenticeships in the Trust didn't happen by chance. The learning and development team have taken a proactive approach to working with their managers to make this happen. As an inclusive employer, we are open to working with people and supporting people overcome challenges who experience things such as mental health or disability, but also who may have a previous conviction. And we have a realistic and honest conversation about that. Now, what we found from our experience is that makes people a lot more forthcoming. If that person had applied maybe at home, just through the NHS jobs portal, they may have been less likely because they wouldn't have had any prior knowledge or conversation when they come to the disclosure. So if we identify a client that, for example, um, discloses a, a conviction and it comes up through a DBS, then we address that on a very individual basis. So we ask the client to contextualise what's occurred, we take advice from our HR professionals, and then it's risk assessed and balanced against the actual uh, career pathway that that person's moving into. It's very easy to actually turn that person away, but who are you turning away? And if you don't support that person in your community, who's going to? Very much a values-based organisation, um, and we say that we're the SWB family, and part of being in a family is that you often overlook things that people may have um, either had in the past or not had the best start in life and think about where they are now but also where you want them to be in the future and with your family you want everyone in your family to reach their full potential so that's what we want to look at in our recruitment strategy as well. To deliver the organisation's aspiration it's needed a completely different and personalised approach to attraction and recruitment. We've taken a range of different approaches. One includes looking at the way we recruit bands one to four within the trust and if, for example, a recruiting manager places a vacancy um, request for one of those bands, we have a policy what's called apprenticeship first. So uh, a vacancy presented for a traditional band will be returned back to a recruiting manager and explained that we believe, uh, learning and development believe, that this post could be fulfilled by an apprentice. If the recruiting manager feels that an apprentice wouldn't be appropriate, they attach a business case to explain why. In addition to adopting a personalised approach to the process, the learning and development team have also identified the importance of looking at the whole package of support needed to make this work when somebody is on placement. Often we find people have got very little confidence in being able to complete an application uh, or prepare for interview. So we have workshops that we provide in the learning works which we run in connection with local colleges and schools and academies, but also uh, with local Job Centre Plus as well. So that clients will come into the centre, they'll be able to gain experience and confidence in completing a winning application, um, feeling stronger and confident about um, providing a good interview. And then once they come onto programme, what's really, really important is that we retain people. We, we don't want... Um, people feeling that once you've, you've got that far that you're, you know, you're on your own because this can be often quite daunting for people. 
especially younger people, are coming into a very professional setting. So we have in place mentors and buddies, and we have an assessor who stays with that person on the programme for the duration of the course. And then uh, once they're completed, they return back to the learning works for support on moving forward now into employment in the hospital. So it's a, a complete 360 really of support from right from the beginning to completion. Good morning, Fertilini and Development. Paulina speaking. How can I help you? Next, we hear from Paulina Lipinski. Before coming to Sandwell as a business admin apprentice, she was unhappy, had an unfulfilling role where she received verbal abuse and little support, and her confidence was low. Since starting in this role, she's gaining new skills and feeling more confident. Thank you very much. Hi. The role had a huge impact on me, and I feel like I became a lot more confident than what I used to be. And then basically like with everyday life, I just feel like I can do more. Even from my taste today, day, everyone just made me feel welcome. And even when I did not feel a hundred like person confident about doing it, I had like people around to say that I can do whatever I want basically and just to motivate me. And I feel like I just came, became stronger <laughs> in the end of this and my life has improved as well. Sandwell have a partnership with St Basil's, a voluntary organisation in their community with relevant expertise. They've been able to support both individuals and the trust and this has been absolutely invaluable to the partnership's success. We take people into a supported accommodation which is on site at our hospital. They stay with us for a small fee. They are on an apprenticeship in the hospital and then they will be supported to move into employment, at which time they will be supported to move out of the accommodation and opening up a new opportunity for the next clients coming forward. So the rent at the accommodation that I was living in was affordable, so I could live there without worrying if I can actually pay my bills. And also the staff in there were very supportive, so whenever anyone had any problems, they could come up, speak to them, and they will come up with a solution. So it, it don't matter if you say, like, if you lose your job, they will help you to either find a new job or find a new place to live or find a way to actually work it out or, like, how to get the support with paying your rent or things like that. But also say, like, even with mental health and that, so you can always, like, talk to them. Like, they could be, like, your counsellor. The Trust realised that this couldn't work if all the responsibility sat with the Learning Works team. There's an important role for managers and the trust would need to help put things in place in order for it to work for those teams. The learning and development team provide a personalised approach to supporting managers to deliver the best possible outcome for the team running the service and the individual on the apprenticeship. A successful apprenticeship relies on a team, a manager to mentor and support that young person or person into the organisation and I think some incoming line managers for example thought well I don't know if I've got time to mentor an apprentice, I don't know if I've got time to look after somebody, um, I don't know if there's going to be challenges with that person and they're always going to be doing X, Y or Z. Um, so what we've done and through um, the work of the Learning Works and Lawrence and the team is really focused on breaking down those preconceptions and focused on supporting the apprentice um, for example through their educational supervisor but also making sure there's a whole holistic package of support around that apprentice 
because an apprentice who might have been at risk of homelessness and working with St Basil's or living in our live and work accommodation will have different needs than someone who has lived in a home with a mum and a dad and they have come at an apprenticeship or a job through a different route. Um, and so a manager does need a bit of additional support, um, want to break down the barriers of what they think that person's going to be like, um, but also in terms of um, supporting the individual as well. We promote what's called PIE, P-I-E, and it stands for a psychologically informed environment. So this is about understanding the psychological needs of people who are leaving care and if there is any um, disclosed vulnerabilities or areas that we need to be aware of, then it's our role to support the recruiting manager to better understand that. If we have an experience where somebody um, uh, is creating a potential risk to that delivery or that service, then we'll step straight in, um, working again using our psychologically informed environment to see if we can overcome. And that's the approach we always take. What else can we do to prevent this person from having to come off programme? Having the opportunity for continued deployment after the apprenticeship has finished is really important to the Trust. So job opportunities are created for people. Paulina is now working in the events team and is hoping to continue her development by working for the Trust. I've worked for the Trust 18 months now and I feel like it's a very good employee to work for. They support their staff and I feel like I still can still progress in my role and I feel like I'll be supported with whatever I would like to do. If I would try to get higher qualifications, I just need to speak to my manager and then if the option is there, I'll be given the opportunity to do it. Lawrence provides his insights to other organisations looking to embark upon this journey. The key to achieving this is to actually understand the benefits to the Trust based on accepting people have values regardless of uh, past experiences or challenges that that person currently faces. Um, they have a lot of skills and um, you know, experience to offer us as a workforce and as, a, as an organisation you become extremely diversely rich and you benefit from representing the community that you actually serve, so you're, you reflect a community. Uh, essential to do it is to make sure that you use every expert available and network and partnership and don't try to do it alone. Keep good open conversations with all departments such as HR and keep explaining to your trust board and to people who are decision makers in an organisation why you're doing it and how you're doing it and bringing back the values and showcasing through, um, you know, with evidence, the benefits of you doing it. The success to the work in Sandwell is multifactorial. It's had senior leadership buy-in, it's had significant planning, investment in infrastructure, and has a critical partnership with others in the community who can help, and personifies all the factors of being a good, socially responsible employer. Being able to provide opportunities for all parts of our community to find work, enhance their life, their health and their well-being, and to provide them with the opportunity to give back to the community by being a member of staff. When I got the call to say that I got the apprenticeship, I was excited and scared at the same time, but I knew it was a changing point in my life. So 
I was just happy that this opportunity was given to me. When I have a really tough day, if I watch a video, read a story, read a case study about maybe someone who came to this country as a refugee with his family and had nothing, and through the work that we've done, we've helped him get his self-respect back and therefore um, that's had an impact on his children, on his wife, on his community, everything. But we literally give people their lives back. That is one of the proudest things and it's one of the reasons that I come to work. That concludes our two-part series on inclusive recruitment. We hope you found it useful. You can find more information on the subject at www.nhsemployers.org. Thank you for listening.